So on the count of three, I want everyone, everyone to say their first name out loud on the count of three. One, two, three. Donald! Okay. Now, we all have a name. We all have a name. Do we know why we have that name and where it came from? Did our parents ever tell us why they chose that name? Anybody ever, anybody, anybody ever told why they chose the name? When I was born, my mother was determined that I should carry my father's name. Her only son would, would carry on his father's name, and that name is Donald. Now, it's a great name. It's a great name. In the Gaelic, it means farmer. So it's a wonderful name, and yet my mother decided that I should go by my middle name instead. So one day I asked her why. And she said, well, Donald is a good name. It's your father's name. You know he's called Don. Yes. Well, she said, because we live in Pictou County, Nova Scotia, you will be called Little Don and your father will be called Big Don. And he won't like that. And if they don't do that to your name, they will call you Duck, and I don't like that. And so she took my middle name and said, that will be your name. And then she shortened it to Lori. But she didn't think that would be any problem for a boy growing up in Pictou County, Nova Scotia. So when I got to grade seven, anybody here in grade seven? Anybody here who has been in grade seven? Okay. We went to a brand new school and everything was new. In Nova Scotia, it was junior high. We were beginning not middle school, but junior high. And we got to write our own names on the list that they made the class list from. So that is when I officially became Lawrence. There are still members of my extended family who didn't get the memo <laughs> after all these years, but that's how my name came to be. And it means king, so that's a pretty good name to have. But we also carry other titles based on what we do, what we do for a living, or something that we do really well that other people appreciate. And so they may look at you and say, well, you're the doctor, you're the lawyer, you're the judge, you're the teacher, you're the great hockey player, um, you're the one who makes such beautiful clothes and other things with, with cloth. Or maybe they will add a title to your name, and maybe you'll be Handsome Dan, for example. People call me different things in different places. And when I was in India, people would call me Sir, Doctor, Pastor, even Uncle, but they wouldn't use my name because they didn't know me well enough to say my name. And that's kind of like it was in the time when Jesus lived. People were very careful about names. And so in our gospel story, <clears throat> excuse me, when Jesus asks his disciples a very important question, who do people say that I am? Jesus wants to know. And so they tell him what people have been saying, 
And that's based on what they already know. So some said, well, they, they think you're John the Baptist because you're so much like him. And we would really like to think that John could come back to us because we love John so much. And others said that Jesus was Elijah. Maybe you know some Bible stories about the prophet Elijah. He was a great hero of Jesus' people. And one prophet said he would come back. And so they thought maybe Jesus was Elijah. Or one of the other prophets, like Isaiah and Jeremiah. I know we don't read very much from the prophets in our church school classes. We like stories better than big pronouncements. We like stories better than sermons, which is why I try to mix the two together. But all of them got it partly right. Because in the Gospels, we see Jesus kind of being all of those things. But Peter, who usually gets it wrong, spoke up and said, you are the Messiah. He got the right name. He got the right title for Jesus. And you know what Jesus did when, when Peter said, you are the Messiah? He told him to shut up. He told him not to tell anyone, to keep it a secret. And I've always wondered about that. The scholars call it the messianic secret. I've always wondered about that. But in Jesus' time, people believed that if you spoke a name, that meant you really, really knew the person. And sometimes we experience that and we realize that it's wrong because I'm not just a minister and many other things. But to some people, they call me minister and they think that's everything I am. You're not just a student. You're a growing person with skills and gifts and you do all kinds of wonderful things. But sometimes people will say that and mean that you're still only that big and you're not very important. So they think the title they give you says everything there is to say about you. And what Jesus wanted people to do is to wait and to watch and to see how Jesus would be their Messiah, their Savior, what that meant, and to discover it along the way so that he could reveal to them who he was and so that they wouldn't jump to any conclusions. I think those of us who are younger know that those of us who are older jump to a lot of conclusions, especially about the things we do and say and, and want to do and intend. So Jesus wanted people to be very careful about his name. And Jewish people, our Jewish neighbors, are very careful about God's name. They know God's name, but most of them, they won't say it out loud or write it down with all the letters because they know that even though they know God's name, they don't know everything there is to know about God. Just like when somebody knows your name, no matter how old you are, they still don't know everything there is to know about you. And one of the things this gospel story reminds us of is that we shouldn't be too quick either to put names on people or titles on people based on what little we know, but also that God is so big and so wonderful 
and full of wonders for us that we can never know everything there is to know of God. That's why I think the title for this unit of our church school curriculum, our Christian education curriculum, is The Wondering Church. Because life for Christians can be all about exploring and getting to know more and more of God as time goes by, but never believing that we have to know or that we even can know everything there is to know of God. But Jesus opens up to us everything we need to know of God. Glory to God. Thanks be to God.